I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here at Race Lloyd are fans of alternative voices for music, if you could not tell. We prefer it when it's not always just a human's voice that's pouring through the microphone into your ear holes for us to hear, you know? It's what we do as a band. So today I've brought some interesting groups that you may all may find interesting. I just use interesting twice in a sentence. Some interesting groups that you all might find fascinating. There we go. <laughs> Uh, as, as to what alternatives they brought outside of both the human voice and vocal synthesizers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the worried tone of voice. Um, first one is a death grind band called Caninus. Starting off strong. Which features dogs as the singer. Dogs are the singers. Dogs. Oh, you know, the artist dogs. Dogs. <laughs> the um, whole species. Well, they do have the incredible album uh, released in 2004 that is 11 minutes in length um, called Now the Animals Have a Voice. Fucking incredible name for an album. I just want to point that out there. I'm down for that, yeah. Um, and you get some incredible songs such as Bite the Hand That Breeds You, uh, Fear of Dog, in brackets, Religious Myths, huh. New Yorky Crew, Loyal Like a Stone, No Dogs, No Masters, Human Rawhide. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. No Dogs, No Masters. Nope. The one before that. New Yorky Crew, Loyal Like a Stone. Stone is not animal. <laughs> yes, but. Yeah. Are you telling me that this this track in particular was voiced by his pet rock, Gary? Well, I assume the, the, the dog comes in with y- Yorkie. That is a visual pun. That is true. <laughs> that is a visual pun I was unable to see. Um, I'd also like to just hit you with track number 12, Locking Jaws. Like, there's some fucking good Locking tracks. Locking Jaws, that is a dope-ass name. They also did a collaboration with Cattle Decapitation, which is kind of wild for me. That is a horrifying name. Hello and welcome to Radaloid. <laughs> A podcast where we review Vocaloids. Man, I didn't even get to my, my parrot metal band. Your parrot to, metal band? Yeah, it's called Hate Beak. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Can um, you, can you, th- what would you describe the vibe? It's a death metal band formed by Blake Harrison and Mark Sloan featuring Waldo, a grey parrot. Now that's an unusual coloration for parrots. <laughs> I, I like how it really committed to the goth bit then and this parrot's like, you know what? Goodbye, human saturation. Um, we have some great song names like uh, The Things That Should Not Beak, Hellbent for Feathers. No, these are all puns. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Bird Seeds of Vengeance. Oh, I'm here for it. Oh, it's so good. It's good, but they could have done better. Like, <laughs> what do you want from a band called Hate Beak, Harper? I want, I want something like... Mm-hmm. Vulture Guts. Vulture Guts? Vulture Guts. No, that's just a band name. Could be a song name. That's true. Song, band, and album names are interchangeable. Um, Roost in Peace. 
Dragon. Okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, bird bites, dog cries. There's some good ones here. Feral parrot, which I'm here for. God, that's just... What would a feral parrot, you know, do? Like, would it sneak into your house and sort of, like, steal your domestic parrot's bird seeds? I it would come it into would, the like, cat flap. It would say nasty things to you. <gasps> it would say swears like heck. <laughs> <laughs> but it would preface it with pardon my language. You know, just like domestic birds do. Domestic birds known for not saying weird or rude things. Okay, this is fair. <laughs> this is fair. I've always loved the idea of giving a parrot to someone as a gift that you've trained to insult them, just like for one of your enemies. No. Oh, as, for one of your enemies? Yes, yeah. for my friends, I would make it say validating If things. I was, Oh, that's very good. Yeah. If I was some kind of regent Ooh. in ancient times and I was giving a court gift, it would be a, a parrot that would act as a jester in making fun of the other regent. But only when it asked it not to. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Can you say any words? Fuck you. There you go. Perfect. Hey, hey, those be words. Hello and welcome to Rateloid, the podcast where we review vocal synthesizers, as you can obviously tell from what we're talking about right now. Are parrots, technically, vocal synthesizers? No. But... Why? Because they, they be. are synthesizing in a way the they human They are not voice. synthesizers. <laughs> they mimic things. However, they could be made into a synthesized voice. Where's, where is our parrot vocaloid? Well, have you ever listened to The Avalanches, This Boy Needs Therapy? Oh, fuck yeah, I have. Yeah, you know when they, they get the, the parrot voice like going up and down? <gasps> oh, true. That's, that's a parrot vocaloid. No, but that's a synthesizer mimicking a parrot mimicking a human. What is a, what is a vocaloid then? A vocaloid is a synthesizer. <laughs> <laughs> mimicking a human. Yes. Uh, so it's just it's an extra middleman in the way. I guess so. Which is pretty good. That is pretty good. Been up to much this week, Hop? I'm glad you ask. Are you asking about the the content I have consumed within the week? Yes. Get ready. Oh no. <laughs> no, I, I'm just happy because I've actually consumed content. <laughs> Hell yeah, let's go. Let's go. So um this week I actually like finally got to it and finished The Promised Neverland. What is that? Now that is an anime that came out, I want to say like mid last year. And it's basically about, it's set in the future, dystopian future, where the world is taken over by monsters that eat children. And children are kept in these orphanages and raised by one mom who basically teaches them, trains them to be prime cattle for these monsters. That is horrifying. It is, it is under the horror genre. It is under the horror genre. Yeah. With surprisingly, like, little gore until, like, right at the season finale. Is it kind of like daytime horror? Because there's a lot of bright imagery I'm seeing online. There is daytime horror to it, That's very cool. That's a a tough thing to pull off. It's a thing that I I see a lot of animes do, which is the psychological horror, which I would definitely place this under because it's horrifying and you're like, are these children going to live? Also, how come these children are so damn smart? Is it good? (laughs) It's really good. It's a bajillion twists and turns and it's just like you are watching these like three kids try and save the whole family and like get out of this orphanage. That is terrifying. It, it is sounds really good fun. Really good. And it's actually one where I'm like, you know what? I can't wait for the next season. If yeah. there is going to be one, I'm going to read the manga. I've always had trouble finding horror anime because like a lot of it, I don't know how much I would really call it necessarily horror. And the ones that I do find usually have elements that are just like, very uninteresting to me. There was one I saw that was like this really cool body horror 
sort of thing. And I do some research into the thing. It's like, oh, and there's also just like massive extended rape scenes as part of the yeah. anime. It's like, well, that's not exactly what I'm here for, you know? I can happily say that that is not a lot of... Like, honestly, the major horror of this is the manipulation and the lies. That sounds really good. And just uncovering this dark truth about the outside world. So it's very much that, that psychological part of it you said. Definitely, definitely. And I think it's hard to make an anime scary. Yes. It's really hard to do. Um, and... Like, therefore, I think that's why a lot of animes among us go for the psychological horror or just blood everywhere. Yeah, yeah, like, really that's how you get Helsing Ultimate, themes. right? Yeah, um, like the Human Nikki, which is like the Death Diary or something. Yeah. Um, that's one I remember being pretty popular at the time. Like, that sort of stuff. The one that I really wanted to watch is Shiki. Oh, Shiki. It's the, the vampire one. It's, it's about a small town in Japan where, like, weird deaths start happening. That sounds interesting. I haven't actually heard of that one. Um, it's it's kind of like psychological horror sort of thing again, but also does a big thing of like the horror of a town turning on a group of people. Ooh. Is my understanding of it. I haven't seen it yet, but it, it looked very interesting. interesting to me. I'm down for that. I'm so down for that. Yes. I like vampires, so this is good for me. That is incredibly up your alley. Yeah. But what about you? What have you done this week? That's a very good question, actually. Uh, I finished... Oh, no, I've been playing more on Monster Hunter World. I mean, uh, Iceborne. Mm. Good-ass game. Just a very good game. What about um, the Yakuza yeah, yeah, back into Yakuza <laughs> Kiwami 2. That's such a good game. Like, turns out I'm a big fan of crime stories. And if you have a crime story where your main dude is one of the good criminals who doesn't kill people, it's yeah. just incredibly entertaining. Uh, lots of layers upon layers of conspiracy, all that good stuff. Like, you love to see it. And, like, I always hear a lot about the Yakuza... like the story and all that stuff and the characters like definitely Mm. has really interesting characters but what about the gameplays that makes it so fun the combat's so good the combat's really good okay so like the story is a massive aspect of it because it's an incredibly self-serious story delivered completely straight but then you have the side stories that are just goofiness yeah which is really entertaining and then the combat is just amazing beat them up like do ridiculous impossible moves that will kill people and the game acknowledges like this should kill someone (laughs) you meet a dude who goes none of those scary moves that should probably kill me so so it's like the balance of being self-aware and serious. Yes. Which is like a hard balance to strike. Yeah, they really do it well. That's so um, cool. Also, it's a great localization team. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I have... It always makes for excellent screen caps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, uh, Kiryu says gay rights, so there's that. Oh, thank God. And I also believe he said trans rights in one of the more recent ones as well. Yes. Yeah. We should get into our Vocaloid today. Oh, yes. We're looking at the good, good bunny girl. Yeah, Yuzuki Yukari. Yuzuki Yukari is another one of my old-time faves yeah. from back in the back in the heyday. And as usual, I have no idea who this is because I have no knowledge. Haha, <laughs> you. You are but the noob, and I am the pro-Vocaloid. I am Voca, baby. Um, <laughs> so here's what I got from my background research. There's sort of a theme of unity and astrology throughout all of her design and everything about her. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's based on the legend of the moon rabbit. Uh, her family name, Yuzuki, is derived from the words con- connect and moon. And her given name, Yukari, is from Connection and Relation. Basically, her, like, I think her saying was, I will, reun- I will unite you with my voice. Yeah, She's unite the sweet. world with her voice yeah. or something like that. Um, and her voice actress is Chihiro Ishiguro, um, who's, like, voiced Danganronpa characters. Yeah. Um, been in various gacha games like Granbu Fantasy and Storica and that kind of stuff. Oh, dang. She's in, been in the big ones. Um, and, yeah, been in animes I've never heard of, like Shugo Chara, Girlfriend Beta and Ensemble Girls. <laughs> Shugo Chara? Yeah. Who does she play in Shugo Chara? I will find out for you very quick. I think I was telling you about this one last week where it's basically like kids coming to terms with who they are as 
people and it's basically like your true self is trapped inside this little egg set it free oh it's really cute really qu- it's really quite sweet her character's called uh torimaki but like she's been a few things and so did i have cool. any other things i really like how you brought up brought up the point that her design is like got like astrological aspects mm. to it because it made me realize something that i had been asking for years which oh, was that? why does she have these like if you look at her what version of design is this if you look at her v4 design yeah She's got like the little speakers, uh, but they're done like little dots. And I think those yeah. are sort of meant to be like little constellations. Oh, that's really sweet. I really like that. I yeah, really no. like that. Well, that actually is a good reason for us to get into a design, which guess what? Every design is good. Every design is actually good. They all look fucking fantastic. Her hoodie is I, a bunny. I would buy and wear her hoodie. Oh my gosh. Both hoodies. It's the jacket cute. and yeah. the hoodie. Yeah, the... They're all extremely good is the wonderful thing here. And the cardigan. It's just really cute. Um, they Yeah, they all have aspects I really like. Uh, the, the base one is just a very nice color scheme. Yeah, like, yeah. It's really pretty with the dark jacket. looks fantastic. And the, and the pastels. Yeah, the pastels on the second one, which is ONN. I don't know what that stands for. But like all the pastel pinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. just like very Sakura Blossom kind of vibes. I, I think that's what she has like as her motif in that one. Yeah. With the Sakura Blossoms. Um, and then the last one, Lynn with the hood up, is like almost wow. kind of goth, which I, of course I'm here for. It's very good. It's just all around good stuff. Yep. Like I'm just a fan of this. It's it's very cute. I want her clothes. Um, Turns out you can make anime characters moe and it's good. It's not like there's a whole thing surrounding that. Not like a whole su- subgenre of anime where it's cute girls doing cute things. I don't understand. Can you explain? No, I'd rather not. Oh, that, <laughs> that's so understandable. Have a nice day. <laughs> um, but like even her V3 design is basically the same as her V4 design. Oh, it, it's really consistent. I, yeah. Like they landed on a good design and they just kept going with it, which I really appreciate. Yes. I would like to complain about the wiki for a second. It does list her cup size for some reason. (laughs) I did not see that and therefore I will not acknowledge it. And guess who made that comment? It's the Kaiyuki producer Kogome P, the one that I really don't like. We're not here to call out problematic producers. I'm not calling anyone out. I'm just saying (laughs) that's an interesting thing that you've decided to say. Uh, Well, yeah, it seems like we're very positive on her look. Oh, definitely. And now I do want to talk about like... The Legend of the Moon Rabbit. The Legend of the Moon Rabbit, because it's 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 a it's a really it's a sweet one at first. Mm-hmm. So basically, the whole idea is that um, there is the markings on the moon look like a rabbit with a mortar and pestle, and yeah. it's especially clear, I think, in August yeah. during Chinese sort of harvest season. Um, and but it's interesting because different cultures have different. Um, yeah, because it was China, Japan, and Korea all have different interpretations. Yeah, so China's interpretation is that it's the um, rabbit of the moon princess, and it makes um, immortal pills for her to take to stay immortal forever, yeah. and the other gods. I love the Japanese one so much. The Japanese <laughs> one, where it's, um, I think, also another deity that comes to Earth, yeah. and he's a, he meets a rabbit, a monkey, and a fox, and he's like, and he's disguised himself as a beggar, and he's like, I need food. Give me the food. I would like some food, please. I would like some food. And and they bring and the rabbit brings. It, no. It's it's the 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 monkey like steals some shit. Monkey gives him fruit. The fox brings in some its roots and vegetables, and yeah. others its fish. One of them used the word pilfer. I know that for sure. Pilfer is very good. And the rabbit, saying it only knew how to gather grass, yes. threw itself into the flames. Yes. And the and the and the old guy would have been there like. 
Oh, no, no. Oh, God. That's a, you don't have to. Let me just. Uh, okay. Yeah. Apparently, the flames did not burn it. And, no. and instead, what happened uh, was that the old man's like, oh, I, I truly appreciate you um, for being willing to give so much of yourself and then just gave it a blessing. I don't remember the end of the story. Takes it to heaven. Takes it to heaven. And so it does die in the end. <laughs> it does die in the end. It, like in some, he resurrects it. In others, I think the more Chinese ones, he takes it to heaven. And in the Chinese ones, it does become like the pill maker and the, and the uh, jade emperor of the moon is so impressed by him. And it's like, I'm going to turn your fur white so you look like a precious jade. Oh, that's and the- that's where the jade rabbit thing comes from. Jade is green, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, there is a type of jade that is white. Oh, that's very cool. It's really cool. I also had that experience. I was like, hang on a second. Oh, fam. wow, that's really pretty. It's really pretty. Also known as mutton fat jade. I'm going to blame the English for that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like an English thing. Why would they do that? Because they're lame. But just hopping back quickly to the Japanese one. Yep. Because in Japanese, uh, the moon rabbit is known as Tsuki no Yusachi. Yeah. And in Sailor Moon... The main character is called Yusaji. I'm moving I was, on. I was always... No, we're talking about Sailor Moon for a second. <laughs> Just for one second. Go for it. I was always like, why is the main character called Rabbit? And and now it's like, because there's a rabbit on the moon. Yeah. She comes from the moon. She's, She's the princess the of the yeah, moon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, now I'm done. That's very nice. We I can like continue that. On. We can continue? All right. <laughs> Personality? What did you find? Nothing. Oh, okay, I found a Facebook roleplay account with 6,000 likes. That's a good amount of likes. Good think, on that. I think it was closer to 7,000 actually. But oh, so yeah. uh, obviously there's the theme of unity and bringing people together, which mm-hmm. I like. That's nice. Uh, the the Facebook roleplay page says that it's they reckon that she's pretty mature, sort of an older sister type. Oh, that would be quite sweet um, actually. Very caring. And then they put in a little bit of Yander and Sundara personality. As is the way. Aren't they conflicting those two things? I thought it was you can be one or the other. Uh, like I haven't uh, brushed up on my anime relationship types in a long time, you know? Sundara as... Gundam a, doesn't have any of these. Really? I don't, Not I, even Sundere? It probably does. I it probably does have Sundere because Sundere is the one that's like, I don't actually like you. <laughs> I'm too busy shipping the guys together to really think about anything and else. there you're doing the Lord's work. Yeah, Shar and Amaro do date. <laughs> probably. I don't know. Listen, you get to talk about Sailor Moon. I get to talk about Gundam. This is equivalent exchange. This is very fair, actually. Yeah, yeah thank you. You may you um, may continue. Yeah, aren't Yandere and Sundar like conflicting things? Aren't they meant to be two separate sort of things? Yeah, I think so. I think so because Sundere, it's sort of like, I don't really like you, but I secretly like you, but I'm not going to show it. And the other one's like, if I can't have you, no one can. Yeah, which, which I is, don't know if we can really put those two together. Uh, not a great trope. I don't like, like the Yandere trope. Yeah, no, it's not good. So mm. I'm just going to think, like, focus on the caring older system mature yeah, sort of thing. that's really sweet. I like it. It's good. It's really cute. I'm positive on it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, like, mixed because there isn't a lot there, but also she's just, like, but she has the theme of unity. Yes. So, you know what? Redacted, she's positive. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, which takes us to voice. Oh, hell yeah. Actually. Yeah? <laughs> I understand where the um the yandere oh, thing came from because what? the song I have bought today is, is a um, yandere thing. It might be. I'm only just realizing now. Let me get the let me get the song up for you. God damn it! <laughs> it's called um called Goodbye Chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, that might do it. Oh, Sayonara Chainsaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sayonara Chainsaw. Um, the one I'm playing is from the uh, YouTube channel uh, Phantom Subbing, which mood. Dope. Ghost bottom? (laughs) 
So I found this a pretty good voice that I like is hard to use well. I say that a lot, but I found a lot of versions of it that just weren't good. I think I think the reason for that is like she is really high, but her she's also really soft. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so y- you run a risk of like I think you used this word last week, having a sort of tinny sound. Yeah. I think like, yeah. I think long notes she fails. Definitely. Like I actually I brought two songs today because I couldn't pick one, so I'm gonna decide on the fly. Oh. But like both of them are rapid speech songs and it's really excelling in that area. It's interesting that you say that. Yeah. Because she did have a version of her which was like sort of like a talkaloid. Oh, interesting. Like a, a, a early version of a talkaloid. Yeah, um, makes sense. And it makes sense for her voice to be like that, honestly. Yeah. The other thing I've, I was gonna say is that I looked up the voice actress. Um, oh, yeah. She doing she does covers on her YouTube occasionally. Um, she did a cover of the uh, Demon Slayer opening. Yes. Uh, she's dope voice. She's very good. I, I recommend looking that up if you want to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, it's like the, my main points about the voice. I really need to show you my songs to get into. Oh, totally. So I'll show you those now. Let's jump in. <laughs> We see. So those were two songs. The first one was called. Uh, I need to find its name because that is listed in Japanese and I cannot read that. The translation is. Omega Meshi ni Aretsuke Nado 5687642 Nen Hayawa. Huh. Uh, I don't know what that means. I love how creative people get with naming. It's very uh, uh, mid 2000s emo. Oh, you're right with the excessively long titles. Yeah. Like, oh, I mean, every Panic at the Disco <laughs> Are you song. Are kidding me? What? I think it just translates to five six eight seven six four two three. <laughs> I think it's just the numbers written out. That's actually extremely good. Or maybe it's it's still I don't know. It's unclear. I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll put it in the description. It does start with accordion, but like it is very rapid rhythm on the words. It is, and like you need to have a very particular type of voice to make that work. Mm. And I think she really suits it. I think this. Is her thing. I like. I reckon when she came out, a lot of people had this high pitched, soft voice. I'm like, oh, let's try doing similar things like we did with maybe with Miku or with Oliver, yeah. that sort of thing. But really, her voice is suited for this short, quick fire style. Yeah, and and it it owns like in the other one, Punch It Punk as well. It's like that is a song that does not stop. No, that that is no. There is no break. It just keeps going, and it's fantastic. Yeah, a cool thing about Punch It Punk, by the way, is that. Everything in that music video was done by one person. Yeah, all the art, all the editing, music, everything. Yeah. Incredible. There yeah. are so many talented people. It's it's so dope. Uh, and they have an entire world set up. They have a Google Doc devoted to all their characters and stuff. Just so cool. What was the YouTube channel name again? Fairy. Fairy. How yeah. do you spell it? F-E-R-R-Y. F-E-R-R-Y. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, but like, I, I, I find it very interesting that it works so well on that rapid rhythm. Like, that's yeah. not a common thing. That's true, actually. And it makes it sound very individual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it definitely has allowed her to stand out more so than others. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I, I'm positive on her voice. Like, even though it can be tinny and there can be issues with it. Oh, 100 percent. When um, used in that way, excellent. Yeah, it sounds fantastic. Excellent. Which I guess takes us to the rating. Let us rate and review this Lloyd. Let's rate some Lloyds. 
enter the Rateverse. Hang on a second. Let me zoom out on this page. It will not let me zoom out. That's how many Vocaloids we have now. We have to zoom out on the spreadsheet. Genuinely, yes. And we're, not, we're probably not even halfway through the Lloyds. No, we're gone. God, no, we're not. <laughs> we're, we're looking at the hundreds. Easy. Big fun. Yeah, it's going to be a lot. <laughs> Y'all are with us for the long run, folks. Strap in. Um, so first off is between, let me just do a coin flip, heads, which means we are up against Luca. <gasps> Le shock. Why the fuck did you have to bring the Rage comics into this? Look. Um, uh, I, I went, I know where I said. I think I prefer... Okay, this is really yeah. difficult for me. <laughs> this is like every week. I know it's like it's always difficult for you. Maybe Harper. you like Vocaloid. Maybe I like Vocaloid. Maybe I particularly like the Vocaloids that are cute and have like pink or purple hair. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> Sorry, Harper was playing with the mic stand and has now taken to keeping their hands as far away from everything as possible. Social isolating my hands. But only the hands. Only the hands. Um, okay, so like the thing is, I super love Yukari's hoodie. Um, it's a good hoodie. It's a good hoodie, and mm, I, I I like Yukari. I think straight up Yukari, I think looks better. I think Yukari does look better. Like her color coordination as a whole is more cohesive. Yeah, and and the, there's a diversity to the outfits. It's rare that every outfit looks good. That's true. That's true. And every one of her outfits yeah. does. Appeal to the eye. Not since Big Al have we seen such consistency I'm in outfits. Going to destroy you. Big Al is the least consistent and you know it. Try it. Um, yeah, no, I think I think Yuzuki looks better. Yes. Um, both of them have kind of limited personality. Yeah, I would say... But uh, Yuzuki has the added benefit of the unity aspect. It is really, really is nice. very nice. Yeah. Um, and for voice, uh, I'm kind of in love with Yuzuki's like rapid style one. Yeah, yeah, I think... It, it just stands out more than anything. I'd have to agree, yeah. yeah. Um, so that means Yuzuki moves up, which means next one, coin flip. This is going to be bad for me, probably. Finally, now you can suffer. Yeah, I can suffer. Big Al. Oh, boy, it's the big boy. Move right. out of the way, we've got the big no, boy No, I'll be honest, in. I'll be honest. In my heart of hearts, mm-hmm. I love Big Al. However, yes. I think Yuzuki's better. See, you are very good where you won't let your bias uh, cloud your judgment. Yep. I am not. <laughs> I have to speak in my heart. Of, well, actually, while we're talking about Big Al, let me just say real quick. <laughs> um, the person who made Little Alan's Big pol- Polka yeah. has recently released a uh, new song as part of a Vocaloid album. Yeah, it's called Midas. It was released about two uh, two months ago by K- Kodakami, T- Kodakami 2, who's the same person that did uh, Little Alan's Big Polka. And it's part of a 10th anniversary album for Big Al that is called the Big... What's it called now? Sorry about this. called the Big Al's Big Polka. It's called the Big Alliance, which is so good. That's actually pretty good. So good. good. (laughs) I do like Um, that. Which features shit from Circus P, Ferry as well. No way. Uh, Myriad, like a whole bunch of of, uh, good producers. Oh my God, that that is so cool. Yep. Um, it's, It's... on, uh, I'll put it in the description, actually. I love this. Yes. Back to rating, though. Rating. Uh, yeah, no, in my heart of hearts, I think that Yuzuki's better. I think I her look say. is consistently good. Her look, yes. Her personality, 
We do have the war criminal aspect of Big Al, which is always entertaining side to bring up here. Again, we do consistently default to war criminal. I think he was just a war weapon. He was a war weapon. But if Gundam has told me anything, that means crimes happen. Fair, fair. Okay. In war, every action's a crime. That's true. That's Um, true. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Okay, we're bringing this up. Um, Uh, No, I, I think... Big Al also has nothing. What we have is from the Rateverse, and it's my beautiful headcanon that I love very much, but I have to give it to Yuzuki. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? Yeah, Yuzuki. And I, I'm more interested in Yuzuki's... Uh, uh, no, I'm not more interested. That's a lie, but... I I am more interested no. in Yuzuki's voice. That's all good. Um, <laughs> I understand. I'll accept this. Time. Like, if you, if you want, we can just rate Big Al's voice above Yuzuki's. That's... Uh, that's uh, they both have very different benefits that I like about them. That's true. They are two totally different voices. Yeah. yeah. Which, let's, let's put Yuzuki up ahead. Yeah. Nekomura Iroha. Ooh. I think yeah. Nekomura wins it. Design-wise, yes. It's, I mean, you get a designer like the person who did the Evangelion. Like, it looks gorgeous. Yeah. Um, She has a backstory, yeah. which is something. Um, And I think her voice is better. Yeah, yeah, yep. no, I have to agree. So, uh, God, I'm going to do another coin flip. Are you kidding me? You're the one who set up the system. Listen, listen I know, I know. <laughs> Just every time it's going to take longer. Um, uh, Lily. I think I prefer Yukari's design. Yep. Again, I think it's just more balanced. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you there. I think voice-wise, I prefer Yukari's because, again, of the rapid-fire sort of thing yeah. that she can do, which I don't think Lily would be able to do quite as well. I'm trying to think, what was the... Ah, oh, but Lily was the one that had the wave producer. Yes. Which was very good. That was good. That was good. I, I prefer Lily's voice. It is a good voice because, again, she does the rare thing for um, fan vocaloids, which is she has a slightly lower voice. Yeah, which sounds fantastic. <laughs> it does sound really good. So, yeah, voice... Um, and then well, Lily didn't have much personality, if I remember correctly. I don't think she did. She was kind of like a rocky, poppy sort of star. Yeah. I kind of want to put her above Yukari, though. Yeah, same here. I'm because with you there. Her voice just is so yeah. It's so interesting. Like it is. It is the most interesting voice that we've, or one of the more interesting voices, I would say. Absolutely. Um, which means our new number six vocalist of all time <gasps> is Yukari Yuzuki. There you go, folks. Yuzuki Yukari. Sorry. Yuzuki Yukari. Yeah, that, that's good. She's a good vocalist. She deserves it. Oh, absolutely. Well, with that being the episode, yes. I have to do the social media thing. Find us on Twitter at Lloyd Rates. Find us on Tumblr at rate-a-lloyd.tumblr.com. Correct. Uh, find me at Pirate Killjoy. Find Harper at Harps Monty. Yes. There's the going to be the That's Not Canon Patreon in the description as usual now. Um, check out all the other That's Not Canon podcasts. There's a bunch of really cool ones out there. Reviewers on your podcast app of choice. Tell your friends. All that good stuff. You know the drill. You know the drill. And join us next week where we'll be doing a double double content episode. We're having a double whammy, a big special for you all. It's a buy one, get one free Vocaloid. It's the big whammy. We're going to be doing both Bruno and Clara in one episode. Hell so yeah. Look out for that and enjoy. See ya.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.